2: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
3: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
2: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
4: When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what
5: course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot
4: that!
6: What up, Leap Show, Fox Sports Radio? Mm-hmm. You know, here's what we have a tendency to do. Okay, we do this thing, and this is a this is a really dumb thing that we do. We do things because that's how we've always done them. All right? We do things because that's how we've always done them. You ever heard somebody say that? Why'd you do that? Well, that's how we always done it. That, that doesn't, that's not an acceptable answer. If you do it because this is the smartest possible way to do it. Okay. This is the safest possible way to do it. Okay. But if it's, why do you do that? Well, that's how we always done it. O- okay. <laughs> I mean, things, times change, you know, and look, you're, you're, for, for me, I am also somebody who goes, well, the fundamentals are the fundamentals. What's that mean? Well, you know, I think in any practice, in any sport, you know, that, that you co- like if it's if you're coaching baseball, you take grounders every day, right? Every single day, you should field the baseball, catch the baseball, throw the baseball. Every single day you're coaching basketball, dribbling, passing, catching, cutting, pivoting every day, football fundamentals every day. You're like, well, you're always do that. Cause that's your, it's your contract. No, I'm not. You don't just do that because that's how we've always done it. You do it because, Hey, those fundamentals are still very important. All of the other new age stuff, all of the other, you know, my, my dad used to always do form shooting at the start of every practice. He would also do layups, either hand, mic and drill, like the mic and drill. Why do you do the mic and drill? That's always, always done. No, you do it because end of the day, three point shots may fall and not fall. He who makes the most layups wins. These fundamentals help you be successful. But like I, I offer up in the NFL, like, why do we have these arcane rule of, well, you, you can't coach from home because there's some, yes, there's probably an advantage to seeing a replay on a a, a seventy five inch television set, as opposed to being on the field, but there's plenty of disadvantages to try calling plays from your house. So i I ask you, uh, I ask you, you know, why why can't the NFL allow Kevin Stefanski to coach from home? What you know, why not? Well, it's a pandemic, dude. You, We've never had an NFL head coach be ruled out because of something that may or may not make him sick. And here's the great thing about it. If you don't like it, you don't have to do it anymore. And your easy exit, your easy uh, ejector seat is, well, we did it because it was during COVID and pandemic. You're like, all right. So just kind of something to think about as we move forward. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Adam Kaplan joins us. Of course, he's a Fox Sports Radio's NFL insider. What do you think of my idea? Like, I, I everyone's working from home. Why can't Kevin Stefanski? Here's the
7: thing, and I, it's funny you mention this because I've thought about this before because um, some coaches I know... Uh, who who, who assisted the NFL were not allowed to work because they they were close contacts with coaches and they were not allowed to work uh, a week one week they could not participate in their game they had to work from home but they couldn't work during the day they could make they could call they could be on the phone before the game like they could call talk game planning um, but once the game starts it's over like there's a time when you can't talk to these guys but they couldn't help them during the game so and remember doug they 're on they 're using in between plays they 're using the tablet instead of fi- you know you they 'd send t- film down years ago now they use tablets on the sidelines so why can 't they um, if they 're on screen doug if if they 're watching the game at home on on a big screen right mm-hmm. w- why can 't they just communicate from the sidelines because they 're talking to the guys up in the booth anyway upstairs right, right. that i that I would like to see but they 'll never do it and I agree with your statement. You know, sometimes you got to change. This is the unprecedented times here. Why hurt the team that hasn't made the playoffs for 18 years? And poor Joel Betonio, uh, first time in the playoffs, and he won't be available either. They're star guard.
6: Yeah, I mean, it it sucks. I mean, but but again, like you, you, we we can try things. You know, we we we're doing te- people are doing television shows from their house. Correct. You know, Kirk Herbstreit. I point out, called the national championship game from his house. No one, no one Incredible. knew unless you. The unless draft you knew. was. Hey, the, dra- the, the draft. Look was at all the was GMS. The right. GMS were the GMS were at home. Correct. It amazing. Makes 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 us. Um, is Miami making a mistake? I don't know if you saw this, but Chris Greer, their GM, came out today. Of course, he drafted the guy. But, yep, Mastiff- but now Steve yep. Keim drafted drafted Josh Rosen, and then a year later, he decided that was well, that a, was that that different. Was bad. Right.
7: That was different because Kyler Murray was uh, Cliff King, Cliff Kingsbury's guy. That was who someone he recruited, and that was the only yes, guy but, he would but, want But for hold his on,
6: but, but but like if we're fair, okay, Steve mm-hmm. Kine of picked the head coach, picked the quarterback. Neither worked, and he was willing to go, Hey, you know what? My bad, made a change on both. And it looks like, you know, even though they're still eight and eight, it looks like it was the the right decision. I don't think anybody'd argue is the right decision. Um what about Chris Greer saying earlier today? That Tua is their starting quarterback.
7: Here's why they did it. You have to come out and get ahead of this. There could be no speculation. First of all, if Ryan Fitz- Fitzpatrick did not test positive okay, for COVID, he would 100% relieved uh, Tua last week. Tua was awful. I mean, it, it, obviously, it's the worst game he's ever probably played in his life. That would have been the third time that he would have been benched during a game. You can't do this. I talked to Doug. When the, when the first time they, they pulled Tua, I, had, I mean, I was surprised that they did it. When, right after they did it twice, I'm like, this is a story here. So I talked to probably three or four offensive coaches, one, a current offensive coordinator. They all agreed on one thing. You'd never want a young quarterback looking over his shoulder. So Greer is doing the smart thing. Get out in front of it. Tua's your starting quarterback. But here's the problem, though. You've already benched the guy in game. You've benched him twice. And as I said, it probably wouldn't have been a third time. Against Buffalo. So now you have you set the precedent. Who says you won't do it again? But they did what they had to do the, hey, he's the guy they're not drafting want to take his job.
6: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, I I, I agree. I mean and, and what they did is by having him look, you know, play with we in basketball we call one eye, you know, one eye on the bench. Um, that's what Philadelphia is guilty oh of. Oh boy. Doing. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> let's go to the Philadelphia thing. I, sure. I think the only winner in this deal.
7: Which thing, Carson. by the way, are you talking about? There, there's so many things going with the Eagles. I mean, Where do you want to start? I, I,
6: in totality, <laughs> Sunday night was a win for Carson Wentz. He, here's why. Jalen Hurts right. is not good enough. You're not going to convince me of it otherwise. The more he plays, the more his flaws get exposed. That's what happened in Alabama. That's what happened in Oklahoma. And you can't play that way in the NFL, where if you don't see your first read, you tuck and run it. And, and he's athletic, but he's well, not. Well, he's
7: actually, I'm going to disagree with you. The Arizona game was the one game where he really went through his progressions. I hear you because the knock that you just said, certainly is part of why he dropped it. He would have dropped out of the second round. No one else was drafted in the second round. The Eagles just wanted him. So they took him earlier, but you're right. Um, he definitely is a guy that needs more work, but what's, but you think that this helped Carson Wentz keep talking. I got to hear this.
6: I, I just think, look, at the end of the day, the, the coaching, the uh, obviously Jalen hurts was not surrounded by a good enough talent. Um, and Jalen's not good enough. Like that guy, ain't, he's not the answer. Sudfeld's not the answer. And right. if it was coach versus player, the coach lost a ton of credibility, not just with the, like the idea of getting Sunfeld in is not a terrible idea, but throwing him in the fourth quarter is a terrible idea. Yeah. That is, the, yeah. it just, it's an awful look for everybody all around. And I think at the end of the day, you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm excited with Carson now for no other reason than I think that Doug Peterson has no idea what he's, what he's doing. Yeah. I thought, I thought, I thought it was kind of a win for him.
7: It was a bad look. So so their plan was to go into the game that Sudfeld was going to play. They had, they had Carson Wentz inactive. They only had two quarterbacks active. What they should have done if they were going to play Sudfeld play him at give him a half of football. Yes. But here's the problem with it. Not only is he not under contract next season, there's no chance he's coming back. Nate, uh, Nate Sudfeld was a the guy they really developed. They, he was actually technically the backup for the Super Bowl game. Um, he's not. He's actually regressed, as, as not to the degree that Carson Wentz has regressed, but he 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 regressed. He had not been active, Doug. I don't know if you know this. The last time he was active was week one. Week yeah. one. Yeah. And now you decide to play him all of a sudden. The whole thing is bizarre to me. I know the Eagle fans are not the ones who are really up in arms because now they have the sixth pick in the draft instead of the ninth. But the fact of the matter is, um, nationally, it's a bad look. There's no question. And, and by the way, I don't know if you saw some of the stories that are out here locally in Philly. Uh, some of the play, uh there was a report from the Inquirer that uh, says that, quite frankly, some of the players were really upset. A couple of defensive players had to be uh, pulled back from uh, really showing their displeasure during the game. So, what happens? I think, look, I do believe in my information gathering the last six weeks that Wentz is pretty upset. Uh, it, it's more of an organizational thing, it's not just with the, the head coach. It's No question. It's. It, it's the story, the NFL Network story, about his, his practice habits. He had, a, he had an answer to that. Um, the issues that happened last year with uh, unnamed player sources uh, criticizing him behind his back. Uh, what, what, this doesn't happen with star quarterbacks typically. You rarely see something like this. And I think he's, he's a broken-down quarterback. I think he's upset about it. I don't think the Eagles saw, saw this coming. And you saw the ESPN report, obviously, from uh, the great Chris Mortensen, who we, I'm sure we both know. Uh, when Moore puts a story out like that that the guy wants out, I believe it. Now the question is, moving this forward, I do believe Mort's report is correct. Can they assuage his concerns? Can they have do they ha- could they put a plan together to to rebuild this quarterback? He is broken, Doug. This yeah. guy looks like a he looks like a third string quarterback right now, unfortunately. He, he was a superstar in 17, by far the best quarterback in Eagles history. Now he looks like just a guy, unfortunately.
6: Adam Kaplan joining us on the Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Does feel like there's going to be another like quarterback carousel, right? Last year was kind of the first time in memory, you know, Rivers. But those guys were kind of at the end of the line, sure. Rivers and Brady. Now we have, you know, Stafford, maybe yep. Matt Ryan, uh, Carson Wentz, Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. um, like Sam Darnold, right? So, yep. uh, okay, so, yep. so, so when the music stops, is it crazy to think, okay, Darnold to San Francisco, Garoppolo to New England – Wentz to Indy, Or Stafford. Chicago, right. Oh, or yeah. Chicago. Where where's Stafford go?
7: That one's interesting because there are a lot of, you know, they need a general manager there. See, you mentioned, it's funny, you mentioned a couple of these teams that don't have GMs. Some do, some don't. It's going to, like Atlanta, Atlanta does not want to trade him. Now, what they've done is they're going to leave it up to the new GM, mm-hmm. uh, who's going to have personnel control, and they'll go that way. Uh, Matt Ryan is is fine. He's not the problem. The problem is their defense. Their offensive line also spending despite spending all these first round picks, their offensive line isn't good enough. Um I believe your assessment is correct. We're gonna see more quarter, quarterback movement than we, we normally would. Uh then you know there's some teams that aren't sure about their quarterback. You know, Denver's hoping Drew Locke will play at a higher level. He hasn't played well enough. Uh we know Jacksonville's drafting quarterback at number one. That that thing's done. And and I said this in September. I know the Jets were not they were aware of what I said. I said that Joe Douglas is the general manager. He inherited Sam Darnold I know for a fact that Douglas likes him, but he's not married to him because he didn't draft him. Right when these guys don't draft him, there's no allegiance to the quarterback. And, short, and don't forget, Darnold's got a fifth year option that's due in May, so they have a decision to make on his contract.
6: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I I watched Washington, and I'm like, look, everybody's talking about Drew Brees being done, yeah. Philip Rivers being done this is Alex Smith's last game, in it?
7: Well, he's got a $17 million salary, which is uh, they're there's no there are no guarantees left in the contract. They expire after the season. To me, he's what we call a transitional quarterback. You might be able to get a year out of him if the rookie's not ready. But if you're trying to win, he's he look. The guy's an what an awesome guy. Seventeen surgeries, Doug. But you asked me a question, I'm going to answer it. He, he's not a starting quarterback anymore. He's just not. No. He's the, the, the calf in, the right calf strain. Look, he got hurt unfortunately. Uh, Ron Rivera's got by the way has got personnel control. He's probably going to hire GM. They're, they're one of seven teams, Doug. This like never happens. Usually there's zero, one, or two GM openings. This year they're like a, like seven. It's almost hard to understand. But the the Washingtons they, they they're another team. If we went through 32 teams, I bet you are 12 teams that don't know who their starting quarterback will be next season.
6: Yeah, no, it's it's really interesting. Um, there was there was all this talk about Urban Meyer in Jacksonville, uh, but th- again, that's that's more kind of media talk. Mm-hmm. You know the NFL guys, yep. NFL insider for Fox Sports Radio, Adam Kaplan, joining us how how much tangible stuff is there really?
7: If Urban Meyer wants to be head coach of the National Football League, he will be one tomorrow. That, that's the way I understand it. It's just he needs to make a decision on what he wants to do. He's great on television for Fox. He's phenomenal. Um, Urban, the way I understand it, he's resisted the temptation. Uh, he wanted to get away from football a little bit. He's around and obviously doing television, being close to college football as he is. He's terrific. Um, he just needs to make a decision. It's real simple. And Shad and, and Khan, the owner, He's super supportive. He stays out of everything. Now, he's been on record saying they're going to solve this quarterback issue, which tells you they're going to draft Trevor Lawrence. But he's typically a guy that gets out of the way. Uh, You know why the Jacksonville job, Doug, is so great? Most amount of cap space for 2021. Um, Right up there in the most amount of draft picks. And you're going to have – you could flip this roster very, very quickly – cap space, draft picks, and the number one pick overall, which is going to be a quarterback. It's by far the best job available
6: of all of them. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's close. What's the worst job available? Oh, of the, uh, of the six? Yeah. Um, Texans?
7: Yeah, that only because of the, the... See, here's the difference between the Detroit one and the, the Houston. One. Detroit is good because you got a quarterback, in a way. But the other, the other problem is the defense is they have like no talent on defense, very little, um, very talented wide receiver, uh, but Houston's got probably better players, but the defense was a disaster, and the problem is the lack of draft picks. And that's bit, no, it's it's okay if you're a head coaching candidate. You you want you want the Watson, but if you're GM candidate, the way talking to guys who are up for a job, it's down at the bottom because of the situation with draft picks in the future.
6: Adam, great stuff man this should be an outstanding um playoff weekend obviously oh, yeah. the first of its kind with only with only one bye. uh biggest biggest upset. do you see any upsets coming uh,
7: the way I see it and the way I see this see I don't see well you know I don't call I, I don't know what the line is I, I Titans are going to beat Baltimore that that's I know that's a tight game and I, I just don't think Baltimore's not Lamar's been his great quarterback in the regular season he's not been good the, the postseason but their defense the Tennessee's defense is bad, but they'll they'll find a way to win. Uh, not the first round. Seattle will win. Buffalo will win. No, I, the, the 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 chalk's not getting it done.
6: Okay, so you Seattle win. Jamal Adams game time decision. I don't know if you saw that one.
7: Yeah, no, I know. With with he's he's also had a shoulder problem, but the problem is a quarterback uh, with Jared with Jared Goff's thumb. Um, he, he's very questionable, as I understand it, with that right thumb issue. Uh, boy, their offense is, is struggling. now. I, I don't. Uh, I I don't see it. I, I don't yeah. think the boy, the second round games are going to be unbelievable,
6: unbelievable, right? Tampa in Green Bay. I, I although I was and I know Tampa beat Green Bay. I just I don't see a forty three year old Tom Brady in bad. I know know he's awesome. played bad weather.
7: He's been awesome, but and know I know he's been is?
6: good in bad weather in the past. But I I don't mm-hmm. I don't see it. I don't see him going in January a team from Tampa going and and beating them. Well, in their
7: the pre, right and the the problem though with Tampa is their defense, their secondary. Yes. they they were unbelievable the first half of the season. They've really dropped off. Uh, you know, Kansas City Buffalo is the only team I think can beat them in the AFC Buffalo is so well coached they have a very good defense Josh Allen's been unbelievable 45 combined touchdowns showing once again great coaching sometimes can overcome inaccuracy because I as you know Doug being a former point guard man if you can't if you can't dish it accurately, it's going to be hard. But great coaching sometimes could help overcome that. And
6: I, I thought I thought the Stephon incredible. Diggs thing would be a disaster only from no, this perspective. No, he's been awesome. talking to that. I, I know, awesome. but I I thought because like look, he wants the ball and they've gotten him the ball. But I just thought, yep. man, the guy's inaccurate. It's going to tick him off, and you know, like he's that's a,
7: fair because you know, I've seen I've seen re- diva receivers go after him. But no, he's been a model citizen. Uh, he's been unbelievable. He's really been a difference maker. And uh, I know talking to some other coaches. He's unbelievably competitive, which is what you want in practice. That gets your
6: guys going. Great stuff, Adam. Happy New Year to you. Thanks for joining you us. Thanks, Adam Kaplan joining us, NFL insider for Fox Sports. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Man, we got an awesome show for you. Um, we're going to take it to Denver upcoming next. Do they know who their quarterback's going to be? And oh yeah, by the way, their greatest quarterback ever kicked himself upstairs. What's behind John Elway elevating himself but taking himself out of the day-to-day operations? Find out next. Be
1: sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon
5: Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
6: Doug Gottlieb's show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, My man, Brandon Christophe will join us in a moment. We'll get all things Denver Broncos, including why did John Elway kick himself upstairs? And I'm kicking my own ass. Do you mind? Let's get to uh, Dan Byer and get a quick update. DB, what do you got? Doug, we start in college football. Heisman Trophy going to be
8: awarded tonight for finalists Devonte Smith and Mac Jones of Alabama, along with Florida quarterback Kyle Trask and Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Now, Smith and Jones getting ready for that national championship that right now is still scheduled for Monday in South Florida. But al.com reports that a COVID outbreak within the Ohio State program could disrupt Monday's national title game, with a report saying Ohio State could be without a position group because of testing and protocols. Pete Tamil of Yahoo Sports reporting that the Buckeyes were able to practice today and as of right now, the game remains on for Monday, but something we are definitely going to monitor. Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski won't coach the team in their wildcard game in Pittsburgh after testing positive for COVID-19, so special teams coordinator Mike Prefer is expected to handle the head coaching duties on Sunday. Browns also without two assistants and two players, including Pro Bowl guard Joel Betonio. Dolphins GM Chris Greer said Tua Tungavailoa will be the team starting quarterback in 2021. You just mentioned it earlier, Seahawks safety Jamal Adams considered a game-time decision for Saturday's wildcard game against the Rams. Finally, the NHL announced naming rights deals for their divisions in the upcoming season. The deal is expected to be in place for the upcoming season only as divisions were realigned because of the pandemic.
6: Doug, back to you. Wait, 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 wait. wait, Help help me wait. Go, go again.
8: The Scotia NHL North Division, the Honda NHL West Division, the Discover NHL South Division, and the Mass Mutual NHL East East division will be the divisions in the upcoming NHL
6: season. That's what you've got. Okay. So they took sponsorships. Did did you ever hear my sponsorship idea? I don't think I've ever shared this on radio. Well, I I got a great sponsorship idea for cities. They should sponsor the naming rights to their airports. Oh, okay. So think about it for a second in in Los Angeles and anywhere you live. Okay. Brandon Cristal is going to join us, right? Uh, he's from Denver. Denver's a major hub for United. I mean that uh, th- there's some cool things to the new airport. There's some it is way in the it is and it might as well be in Wyoming, but that that's beside the point. Like every time on a nightly newscast, every time you mention the airport, if you said the uh, the Bett Rivers Denver International Airport, right? I mean think about that for uh, for a second. Or um uh, all right, the, the weather at the Omaha Stakes Los Angeles International <laughs> Airport. <laughs> or the Omaha Airport, for that matter. You know? For Omaha. Yeah, like, yeah. Omaha should be <laughs> Omaha Steaks. Yes. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, could please bike your seatbelts as we begin our descent into the Omaha Stakes International Airport? Yes, uh, for the next 15 minutes, please turn off your cell phones and um, put your seats upright. The captain has... Uh, Put on the uh, uh, what was the seatbelt sign. Anyway, right? Yes. Like it doesn't make sense. For those
8: of you that are flying onto Casey Masterpiece, please stay on the plane, and we'll, <laughs> uh,
6: we'll take care of you then. Right, now, Kansas City used to be like Sprint, but now it's T-Mobile. You'd have to change all of that. You know, I don't. I don't know. Brandon Christol joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, here's it like honest question. We've all buyer uh, Brandon. Like for people who don't know, Brandon was my producer my first sports radio show in Oklahoma city. Did you know, did you know up until Dan Beyer talked about it, that the NHL one had divisions or two where they were selling the naming rights to those divisions?
3: You know, I didn't, I did know that the schedule is really wacky because I was looking at the avalanche schedule for next week when they get going, they started training camp yesterday. They play all the games back-to-back. We're seeing that in a lot of college hoop situations. I know you know that, Doug, with Mountain West. So next week the Abs open up against the Blues Wednesday at home and then again Friday at home. And it'll be so on and so forth almost entirely for every team. They're playing 2-2-2 two, 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 all the way across. This debate,
6: nobody so. cares, Brandon. You're going on. Nobody cares. I just asked <laughs> you if you knew that they were doing naming rights, and the answer should have been no.
3: Oh, well, but I'm excited now, and I think uh, I can't wait for the Scotia-Canadian uh, division.
6: The scotia Canadian division. All right, you're you're joining us because you are a Broncos insider, a Broncos guru. You know everything that goes inside that organization. Was this John Elway's call?
3: No, not really. I do know this, um, and I I felt good about it yesterday when I asked John Elway if he wanted to have a role like Ozzy Newsom's because I was told a couple of years ago when the Broncos called about Joe, uh, Joe Flacco, and Eric DaCosta was the GM at the time, the story that I heard from a very reliable source was okay, let's check with Ozzy, and we'll get back to you. And they were scratching their head going, wait, isn't the cost of the GM now? So uh, John was looking forward to at some point a role where he got called on big decisions and was involved in contract negotiations with people like Vaughn Miller or Justin Simmons, who's going to be the highest paid safety in football, but didn't want to deal with the day-to-day stuff. Do I think that he wanted that, to, that ball to start rolling right now? I'm not so sure. I think that over the last couple of weeks he and team president Joe Ellis have sort of Talked themselves into this, and and Joe talked about it today. John talked about it yesterday, but I don't think this was his choice entirely to make this move now.
6: Okay, so uh, I mean, how do you replace John? So who do they bring in an Elway? Bring back an Elway guy? Like how does it, how does it all work?
3: Well, so there's a, a few names that, that are quote unquote Elway guys that were here with John uh, and even preceded him. Champ Kelly is the first name that's out there. He's the assistant personnel director with the Bears, was here with Shanahan, through McDaniels, and then with John Elway up until 2015. Then he went to the Bears, where he's been on Ryan Pace's staff for four years. So he's the only candidate that has stronger ties to both John and Vic Fangio, which makes him, and he's a minority candidate. So that makes him attractive for a lot of reasons. Uh, Adam Peters, who basically went with John Lynch at John Elway's blessing to help John Lynch get things going when he took the job in San Francisco, is another strong name that, that is getting looks not just here in Denver but other places. But I think they really are going to look uh, uh, at, at every corner wherever they can. So whether that's Lewis Riddick, whether that's Jerry Reese, whether that's John Dorsey, I think they're going to talk to as many people since they're doing all these uh, initial round of interviews via Zoom. But John's still going to be president of football operations for a year. He won't have any real roster control or, or say in, in how the GM handles things, but Vic Fangio's entire staff is staying in place. And so the, the biggest question the GM will have to figure out uh, is, are they sticking with Drew Locke? Is that their plan? And then, like I mentioned, Simmons and Vaughn Miller's future are at the top of the list. But uh, I don't know if, if they have to get someone with Denver ties that worked under John in some cases, it might be the best candidate as is, but there might be someone else that we don't even know about that we're not talking about that ends up getting this gig.
6: Uh, how safe is Fangio?
3: He's definitely safe for another year, and then he has, a, I think his contract has an option for the fourth year anyway. So I think Vic Fangio he and Joe Ellis, team president, will be sitting in with John as John makes a decision. So whoever takes this job knows that Vic Fangio is going to be the coach this year and Pat Shermer is going to be the offensive coordinator. And Vic said today that he's keeping everybody, including the much-maligned special teams coach Tom McMahon. So the entire staff, barring guys getting promotions or or taking jobs somewhere else uh, to be coordinators or whatever it may be, they're going to be back at least for a year. And so then the new GM will be empowered if they feel like it's not headed in the right direction to bring in their own head coach.
6: Who's the quarterback?
3: I still think it's Drew Locke. It it may be Sam Darnold because it seems like he, he might not be a Jets quarterback anymore. And uh, two weeks ago, before Justin Fields did what he did in that championship game, or semifinal game, I would have said that uh, Darnold wasn't even really a, a concern for the Broncos or a consideration, even though John really liked him. He was his favorite quarterback in that 2018 draft. But I still think if, if I had to put money, you said bet rivers, which we can bet on legally here in Colorado. I prefer DraftKings Sportsbook. But if I were going to put money on it, I'd say Drew Locks will start a week one.
6: Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio, trying to ruin my sponsor deals here. I mean, Pat uh, hey, that Rivers what,
3: spends a lot of money with us here at iHeart in Denver, so don't get so, me wrong. there. So, they're, so, so, so the why are you bringing anybody? Why, why are you
6: bringing anybody else up? Why, why would you do that? Sorry, why, sorry, why? Why yeah. are you doing that? I'm
3: a big fan of Pat Rivers. I got the app.
6: Yeah. Okay. Okay, you like you just you, you dug a hole and then you kept digging a hole and no. then you're like digging a deeper hole. You're like no, no 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 that hole I meant to dig that that hole. Brandon Cristall joining us live from uh, from Denver Broncos insider for KOA in in Colorado, Colorado. I, yeah, that's that's one of the underrated like people. We I think we're getting rid of people that say Washington, but we're also <laughs> getting rid of people that say Colorado. I just, well, I'm I don't always think...
3: partial to Missouri. Like all my relatives. I uh, used to say from Missouri, from the, the Missouri side of Kansas City. Yeah, that's where my extended family from, where my parents were born. And so, yeah, uh, more people in my life say Missouri than say Colorado. But Coloradans or Coloradoans is a weird t- talking point that it shouldn't be. It's Colorado. Right?
6: It is, it is odd. It, it's completely odd. There's there's no question. about Okay, um, does Von Miller play for the Bron- Broncos next year?
3: I think so. I know that if John Elway had his way, he would want him to, and it's funny because that negotiation was really contentious coming off Vaughn's Super Bowl MVP after the 2015 season, and all that ended up happening was Vaughn became the highest paid defensive player of all time. It's a weird way to lose a negotiation, but John's so competitive that it took a while to get over that, but he and Vaughn have become really close, and he said privately, and I'd heard this a couple couple different times throughout the year, but then he said it again yesterday, he wants Vaughn to finish his career here. And we used DeMarcus Ware as an example. I think he uses DeMarcus Ware as an example, at least privately. DeMarcus Ware should have finished his career with the Cowboys. The Broncos were the beneficiaries, and nobody more so than Vaughn Miller, because it was right as he was coming off the, the drug suspension and the knee injury, and DeMarcus was his favorite player, comes to Denver at a perfect time because he's a cap casualty in Dallas, spends three years here, and helps him win a Super Bowl. But they don't want to see Vaughn finish his career in Jacksonville or in Cleveland or, or somewhere else. They want Vaughn Miller to chase records here and be a part of this Broncos organization all the way through. Vaughn wants that as well. And you've got starting Pro Bowl linebacker Bradley Chubb on the other side, so his life's going to be easier if he makes his way through his 30s.
6: Brandon, uh, take care of all those kiddos. You've got them coming out your ears. You're, you're, you know, you're basically living out like the lady who lives in a shoe. We appreciate you joining us.
3: <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to go work on sponsorship deals for the airport.
6: There you go. Uh see, I mean that would be a money deal.
3: Bet rivers, hey, maybe it's bet rivers because they're I, like right. they've a lot just, of
6: money on. Just, Listen, you're trying to fill some dirt into the hole, but I, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, Brandon. Doug Gottlieb rolls on here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, tell me tell Brandon we're having tacos tonight. That's only funny because um I, I don't know if you're like this, like Brandon when he was th- this is a true story, okay, uh Beyer, um and Ramos. Brandon Christelle is literally the only person I keep in touch with for my one year at junior college I went to Notre Dame for a year then I went to Golden West College for a year and I met him second semester I did like journalism I wrote for the school newspaper and we became friends he went to Kansas I went to Oklahoma State we our friendship endured and then uh, he was working for Golf Digest and helped me he was the guy who helped me with this phone call to ESPN where they were looking for me and I was a fill in radio host and for a for a TV audition. And then as a as a payback, whatever, I hired him as my uh my producer in Oklahoma City. And then um he eventually left Oklahoma City and went to Sirius XM when I went to ESPN. Now he's in in Denver. That's 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 literally how far I go back with him. He's a great guy and and, and he's got his uh, antennas in
8: a lot of different places to know what's going on, but it's always it's always good to he's amazing random. like seriously yeah. he's
6: he's amazing now he's a I gave him the nickname I gave him the nickname the Weasel, and he doesn't like that nickname because it hey, he had negative connotation to it, but I can't think of a better like I have been in rooms where it took me years to get in that room and i was at I was at this there's this VIP area in House of Blues in Dallas. And I think it was Super Bowl week or Final Four week or whatever I don't remember, but I'm having a conversation with Tony Romo, and there's all these, you know Troy walks by and there's all these and then in walks Brandon, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me." And then another year I'm at the Final Four, and I'm in the green room, I'm working for CBS, and I barely got to get in like because it's it's Kenny and Charles and 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 that whole crew. And you know, like I don't have any of my family with me, and Brandon's in there. I've been at the baseball all-star game and been like doing an interview like Brandon's there. He's if if it's going on in Denver, he absolutely knows it. Absolutely knows it. But I think my my airport sponsorship deal, like <laughs> that's a great idea, isn't it? Hey, put it on Brandon's play because he will get it done. That, I mean, like literally it, you could will, do that. He will get it, He will get it. He will get it done. And somehow he'll end up with like no money out of the deal. Like, no, you got to somebody in sales got to do that, you know? Go to Garcetti and say, like, look, we got to make some money for L.A.? You want to solve this homelessness problem? You know, give me a billion dollars over 20 years. You got the naming rights to LAX. Boom. Done. Done. I'd say the only downside would be if something went wrong at the airport, you don't want your name associated with it. That's the downside. But that you have that with any naming rights deal. All right. Here's a question. Have you ever purchased anything because of the naming rights to something? No. Never? Not that I, not that
8: I can think of. No, I I am guilty. Instagram ads work a little bit
6: better than they should for me, but not naming rights deals. Instagram ads are pretty good, especially the pictures. Like I saw one of some place in Oregon, I was like, I want to go there. <laughs> that looks incredible. Yeah,
8: I've I've never said, "Oh, Harley Davidson's on the Bucks jersey." I'm getting myself a hog. There's that has never happened. No, nothing like that. No, no, I've never, never said I'm flying. Never
6: had the you never had the 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 motorcycle. Fetish? You never been like you never no. like to <laughs> no. Have the wind in my hair. No, and I've I've
8: never I've never purchased something because they had a naming rights deal with uh, you know a, a team. You know, my that son is
6: literally the greatest consumer ever. If he sees it on an advertisement, then he believes that to be one hundred percent true. It's eleven years old. It's something like he is a great consumer. It's like, Dad, did you know? And he'll like quote the statistic he saw on a television, right? <laughs> I mean, it's really so, remarkable. Like yeah. he's, he's, we call him the world's best consumer. He will, <laughs> he will take everything at face value, and he will, he, wh- whatever is on TV on a commercial, that's what he wants to get. Well, that's amazing. Well, with
8: the naming rights deal, like you know, with arenas and stuff like that. When you mentioned airlines, it's, it's. I, I would never say, hey, I've got a, I, I'm flying American because I'm a Mavs fan. Like, uh, I wouldn't, I would not do that. You were saying, you'd be like, what's the cheapest flight? Right, I mean that's how can I yes. get there? What's
6: yes, yeah, I've I never understood. I, well, yeah. yeah, but I don't think you have to have an airline do it though. I think you have some, you know, the you know, San Francisco, San Jose. I mean, San Jose, all the tech companies in San Francisco would be amazing. Right? Getting a bit up against each other. I don't know, just just a thought. I mean, I'm I'm all about I'm all about ideas. That's I'm an ideas guy. I'm not an execution guy. I'm more of your ideas guy. That, that's really kind of what it comes down to. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, all right, let's 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 get to this upcoming next. This is really good. Charles Robinson's going to join us next hour. We'll get his thoughts on Cleveland coaching without their head coach. Uh, but coming up next, Dan Patrick had a strong take on Joe Judge's complaints about the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll share that with you, part of what the Fox said next
1: be sure to catch the live edition of the doug gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m eastern noon pacific
5: witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
2: Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
1: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more.
4: 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
6: Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Every day at this time, we'd like to play for you a uh, a portion of a previous show on Fox Sports Radio, or Fox Sports 1, we call it. This is Dan Patrick on the Dan Patrick show. This is Dan Patrick on the Dan Patrick show um, discussing uh, his take on the Giants calling out the Eagles for not competing to win on Sunday night.
1: I would make sure that I didn't have my fate in the hands of another
7: team and the Giants. They had to wait and see if the Eagles were going to step up and play, play the best players. And uh, you know what? It's on them. They won six games this year. You're not a good football team. How about you win eight or nine games? <laughs> we don't have this conversation. But, you know, this sanctimonious, oh, my God, the shield, the integrity. Just shut up. Go into the offseason. Get right. Figure out if you got a franchise quarterback. Uh, Saquon Barkley's health next year. Like, what are you going to do in the
6: draft? That, like, move on. Yeah, I, I I don't really you look. You're six and ten on the year, and the truth is, I thought that was a fumble on the onside kick. I thought it was, it was uh, it, uh, underneath in the uh, <clears throat> unmentionable region of one of the Giants' players, which it it felt like that was a obvious, quite obvious fumble, didn't it? Oh no, it wasn't a, it? Actually, wasn't on an onside kick. It was on a it was on a run. Got the first down, dropped the football, and then fell on the ball, and it was was that uh buyer was that an onside kick help me out Rhyme me with the cowboys and giants that the the, the contested fumble? play yes it was the wayne gallman broke through the line that's what it was yeah and then he dropped it and then he you know he had it underneath his bottom side right and then somehow they're like oh he regained control which i i don't know if he regained control whatever but like you're six and ten on the year you're really complaining about somebody else's performance there
8: was a camera shot that looked like he had it, but yeah, to your point.
6: I mean, really, like you won that game by the skin of your chinny chin chin. I understand like your Joe, but yeah, it's, it's the, it's the grandstanding. If you're Joe judge, it's the grandstanding. And then they all, he also did the thing, which I hate, which is like, look, if you're going to call out the Eagles, call out the Eagles, but don't do the, I'm not, you know, not mention who they are coaching, like try and act like, oh, we're going to, we're going to take the high road, but you're not actually taking the high road.
8: Would they have rather, so, had date, Sudfeld the whole game?
6: Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a very, very good point you make. It's a very good point. That's why you're Dan Byers. Right? <laughs> a- ask,
8: you know, ask the Dolphins how they felt about the Steelers starting Mason Rudolph. You know? I mean.
6: We, what we happens, though, is we pick and choose. That's what we do. We do that with the Bible. We do it with Constitution. And we do it with football games, right? We, we pick and choose. And I, I don't like that. I don't think. I don't think those are fair arguments to make. You know, and and look, I make unfair arguments sometimes too. I'm not going to say I'm not. I don't do that as, as well, but that's that's what we have a tendency to do. Oh, uh, it's also I, like I, the Joe Judge thing. Is the
8: guy, and I think you know, you made the point of the Mississippi State Tulsa fight you know the guy that kicked you know the other guy yeah and ran like far away the judge comments kind of remind me of the guy who doesn't want to fight until four of his teammates are holding him back yes and then he wants to you know and then he's gonna say something and then he's gonna bring it up and and you know then he's pointing in the face and he's trying to get away knowing full well he's not gonna get within you know 15 yards of the guy that he's mad at because he's got his four teammates in front of him but it's only then where he's really going
6: after him yes Yes. By the way, congratulations! I mean, like, like, look, the Giants' wins on the season were over Washington twice, Philadelphia. They did beat Seattle, and they beat Dallas. Like, that's literally and Cincinnati. They did they, they Seattle. They beat one playoff team. I, I, you know, I don't. But your your point is perfect. In that, it's the um, there's actually a sports radio host and a pretty big one. Doesn't work for us. Who he does that? He takes the very, very obvious argument, and then makes it seem like it's the hottest of hot, controversial takes. And you're like, yeah, that's not controversial at all. Everybody thinks that. <laughs> <laughs> but the, 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 they weren't trying to win the game, C- correct? Everybody knows that. What, what's what's the what is your what is your point, Joe? Well, it screwed us, correct? What is your point, Joe? And I, you know, I don't know. You know what the, you know what the um, Eagles can't do is the Eagles can't make decisions based upon what's good for the Giants. Or not. I don't think it was good for them, how it played out, but they definitely don't have to take into account, is it good for the New York Giants? I'm sorry, Doug. If I'm being honest,
8: Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes are two of the top quarterbacks in the NFL.
6: Wow. That is, a, yeah, that is I'm, a hot take.
8: I'm sorry, but they are, and you're going to have to deal with it.
6: Wow. Wow. Is it something um, like that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was, it's more, here, here's one, here's one I heard this same sports radio host or sports host do, which is when the Jets, when Greg Williams went cover zero in the last play of the game, they lost to the Raiders, right? It It was like, you gotta, it just, that's an embarrassment to the league. You gotta think about firing Greg Williams. Like, okay, well, they did fire Greg Williams. It was an embarrassment and it's not really a hot take, right? But like the hot take would have been dude Greg Williams just saved the Jets chances of getting the number one overall seed he should get a promotion right it's he's he's so bad it's the old he's so bad at his job he's actually good at his job it's the idiot Samant thing that's where Greg Williams was it's those kind of takes you can feel free you can feel free to guess on Twitter by the way Go ahead. Knock yourself out. Guess on Twitter who I'm talking about. I have some good. I got to share. I got some more broadcasting stories, unnamed people that are that are pretty fun. I have I have one where a, a negotiation went well and went poorly all at the same time. I'll share that with you. But coming up next, what are you doing? What am I doing and why can't the Cleveland Browns do it? Find out next in the Doug Gottlieb show.